Is the big-time Airbnb boom opportunity winding to a close? There are three totally anecdotal but eerily accurate indicators I'm seeing, each of which gives an unambiguous answer to that question. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you what those three indicators are right now in episode number 316 of Self-Directed Investor Talk. Hello, self-directed investors all across the Fruited Plain. Welcome to episode number 316 of Self-Directed Investor Talk, the show of record for savvy self-directed investors like you. And today we have an excellent show for you. If you'd like to ask any questions, just give us a call at 833-212-2112. Or if you'd like to receive a link to this show so you can listen again at your leisure or possibly share it with a friend, just text today's episode number, 316 uh, to 833-212-2112, and I'll get that link to you right away. Again, text today's episode number, 316, to 833-212-2112 right now. Now, today we jump into a topic that I bring up with some hesitation. I want the answer to this question to be different than I fear it might be. The question we're considering is this. Is the big-time boom opportunity in Airbnb drawing to a close? I'll give you my answer along with the three pieces of evidence I'll cite to support that opinion. But first, a quick word from a sponsor I know you're going to enjoy hearing from. Hey folks, Brian Ellis here. You know, an industry that's really caught my attention lately is oil and gas. It's not for everybody, but if you're looking for the ability to take an income tax deduction for practically every penny you invest in your deals, plus a method of investing so reliable that banks lend against this kind of income, well, then you should reach out to my friend Aldo over at Flotex Energy. Look, I don't know if they're funding any investments right now or not, but what I do know is Aldo can help you see whether oil and gas is a good fit for you and why it's probably a much better fit than you think. Learn more now. Just text the word ALDO, that's A-L-D-O, to 833-212-2112 right now. Again, text the word ALDO to 833-212-2112 right now. Okay, Airbnb, very cool concept. I've really respected the creative thinking of this company since the beginning. The idea is simple. You have a property, you let Airbnb list your property for short term, as in as little as one night. You let them list your property for short term rentals and the two of you share the revenue from that rental. And it turns out that that concept has been so popular that many people who otherwise would have tried to monetize their real estate by doing conventional year-long or month-to-month rentals have instead been making money and frequently far more money by doing short-term rentals through Airbnb than by using the more conventional approach to generating rental income. But all gravy trains slow down, and this one will too at some point. So are we there yet? I don't think so, but I think we're getting pretty close. Close enough that making money on Airbnb is no longer as easy as shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak. I'll share three pieces of evidence that leads me to this thinking, but I'll go ahead and readily admit to you now, each of these reasons are anecdotal, not statistical. You probably know that my formal education is in engineering and computer science, so I don't typically have a lot of use for anecdote. But I have noticed that anecdotal evidence is frequently a leading indicator for the more empirical form of data that I prefer, so I can't ignore it and Neither should you. So without further ado, here are my three anecdotal indicators that suggest Airbnb, uh, the gravy train that it has become, may be slowing down. Reason number one, look, anytime there's a cable TV show about an investing strategy, 
You've got to wonder if that strategy might be spent, or at least that there's more competition than makes sense. And guess what? There's now a TV show on the cable TV station CNBC called Cash Pad. And that show is about nothing but people who are turning their houses into Airbnb properties for profit. Does this mean disaster is imminent? No, but it does mean it's becoming so well known that it's the whole Airbnb thing is looking like a good idea to John Q. Public. And that's historically not a good sign for anything. Now, reason number two, the Airbnb gravy train might be slowing. The government. Look, the government is really only good at a few things, and the the thing they do best is to destroy great business opportunities. That's what's happening right now in a in a number of jurisdictions where local governments in particular are trying to flex their muscles and put rather onerous restrictions on Airbnb property owners. Some of these restrictions are reasonable but because Airbnb hosts and their guests aren't always totally respectful of the neighborhoods where those properties are located, but but it's bigger than that, I think. Local governments see an opportunity here to generate more revenue, and frankly, I suspect that this will, in many places, increase the effective cost of renting Airbnb properties enough to make serious frequent travelers the, the backbone of the hospitality industry. I think it'll make them probably return exclusively to the big hotel chains. And finally, reason number three, and this is the most anecdotal of all, and I'll admit that it's a little condescending, though I really don't mean that to be the case. Here's the deal. Have you noticed that some of the people doing really well with Airbnbs don't actually seem to be the, they don't seem to be the sharpest knives in the drawer, if you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's not an actual connection between high intelligence and the ability to be successful as an investor, but... It appears to me that the money has been so easy in that game that up until now it's been pretty easy for everybody, whether they're more of the wheat variety or the chaff variety. Just anybody can make money from it. And when something is so easy, so easy, and it's too good to be true, there's inevitably a market adjustment to come. Now, as I said, all of these reasons are soft reasons without any specific data to back any of them up. They're all observations And they're so soft as observations that I'm certainly not suggesting anyone change their plans on the basis of what I've shared with you today. But maybe, just maybe, it might be a good idea for you to keep an eye on this stuff. After all, job number one of the self-directed investor is to respect your own capital. Protect it. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Self-Directed Investor Talk is a production of the Self-Directed Investor Society. This content is not intended to be advisory in nature and is not offered with the intention of providing legal, tax, or other licensed professional guidance to any listener. Be sure to see your own licensed advisors for that type of advice. This content is copyrighted by and used under license from the Self-Directed Investor Society.